Yo, 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 what's up to No Fiction Forever Podcast? This is Castle Lee on the mic with Sherman Mason and Levante Mason. Be tuning in right now. Let's do this. Yeah. Yo, what up, y'all? How y'all feeling, man? What's, what's up? up? What's up? Good, I'm good. Well, shit, been wild. Let's let's deal with the elf in the room. I'm sure let's not let's not even I you know I don't like ducking. Let's let the people know what's been going on, Castle. You've been off of the the last few joints, you know what I'm saying? Let them know what you've been up to. We let them know, but you know what I'm saying? It, it may sound better coming from you than it does me. So let them know what's been going on, man. Uh, man, I just uh, I had a lot going on. Just trying to uh, balance and shit. You know, just trying to be a recording artist, trying to balance the clothing line, marriage, fatherhood, you know, un- you know, employment. I'm going to say unemployment, but employment. I ain't unemployed. But just trying to balance all that and make time for this podcast because I'm really committed to this podcast. I just don't want to feel like I'm not giving y'all 100%. So I'm trying to put 100% in everything I'm doing. But at the same time, y'all just mentally drained from everything. No, I feel that, man. It's all good. Oh, and, and I heard you, you know what I'm saying, you heard us speak about it, I'm sure. We, mm-hmm. You know, ain't none of us got no issue with it, but I just know that you was, um, you just been working, man. I mean, it is what it is. I ain't tripping. And I'm I'm actually doing what I, all three of us think. I know wife and no kids living with me. I do got a daughter, but she with her mom. So, I mean, to me, I'm always free in my mind. Like, I mean, not always, but it's different for me than it is y'all. So I'm I'm always at the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can schedule this shit. While Meanwhile, y'all got wife shit to do. And then y'all ain't just living for y'all. Y'all got the kids with y'all on the regs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and that's, that's a, go ahead, bro. That's, a, uh, that's exactly where, where it's at with me because, like, I could schedule this, this, and that. Be like, man, I'm gonna just do music, could do podcasts, for the game, chill, kick it, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's not just about me. You know, they, I gotta give my time to them, and that's work within itself. So it's like it's always work, no matter what it is. Low key, like, bro. Yeah. If your if your marriage and shit was falling apart, I'd probably kick you off this motherfucker. Like, it ain't, I'm not. This ain't finna be. I'm not finna be responsible for shit not working out. Or you putting too much into this while you know they feeling it. I'm like, if I if I, if I felt like that, or if you communicated that to me in some kind of way, I'd be like, bro, you gotta you gotta get the hell up off this motherfucker because we not representing that. And I know you ain't that kind of person, which is why you've been gone, of course. But you ain't you ain't even the kind of person to be like just slacking. You ain't the, you ain't you know what I'm saying. You also ain't the kind of person to be putting too much shit in the, in the wrong shit. You know what I'm saying. And I remember right. just back in the day when we was working, bro, just doing music, or whatever. Like you was never. Like there was a there was a time where it would be like yo like Casey, like let's do this let's do that and you wasn't you wasn't feeling it but there was for the most part there is there was a growth in that as you seen why we was doing what we was doing you seem to have a different perspective on it so I I can already see the shift man it ain't nobody tripping about like I said ain't nobody tripping about you being busy whatever so don't feel like um something's against you or or, or you gotta explain yourself to that point of it I would just like let you know. Or letting the people know, like, yo, this is where yeah. fans been at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I feel that, man. I appreciate that. That's love. I just, man, I just, I just don't want to like. I don't. I'm not the type of person to like commit to something if I'm not gonna do it. Like, if I'm gonna commit to it, I'm gonna give my, my all. Or I'm gonna say, hey, I can't do it. You know. I mean, give give your perspective on on because me me and Monte kind of discussed it, but it wasn't like um. You obviously been impacted by it differently because I was here and he was here, but there's a different you got something good. First off, you got a new you got a new child. Like I'm talking about infant still. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a whole other shit. Yeah. Like our kids are kind of grown, can take care of themselves to some extent. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't like you got to watch a baby. You know what I'm saying? They probably eating bleach or some wild ass shit. Like if you ain't got your eye on them, you know what I'm saying? So maybe could, could, could you speak to the people, some people that are maybe in that position or, or maybe in coming into that position? Um, and then I got something specific I really want to, I really want to talk to you about. Usually we ain't got no topic and I kind of, it ain't really a topic topic, but it's definitely something I want to hear your opinion on. But first, I just want to hear where, as far as entrepreneur and all the shit you balancing, like, what do you feel like you can tell people who is in that spot? Like, I guess even encouragement or tips or whatever. Well, first and foremost, I just want to say uh, shout out to my little girl, Kamora. She just turned five months about a few days ago. Nice. Uh, she she's very advanced for her age. She learns so fast. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as far as wanting to be an entrepreneur and balancing parenthood and and marriage, it's work. That's the most important thing to re- remember out of everything. It's work. And if you're not ready to put in the work, do not get involved in it. You know because you can't slack in one area be doing good in, in, in another you know right. you gotta really like be all in in all areas i feel that man i yeah. feel that straight up i think a lot of people don't know how to balance that and that's the tricky part it's not like you don't know how to do each individual thing it's trying to do all each individual things at once and but then the problem is this and this is what's fucked up is when you in a place of like having a having a job and a whole shit like that you only getting them as much support as they need you to have. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not taking care of yourself to the point where you ain't got. You ain't never got had shit to do with. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like with the, you ain't never have got to do shit with the job no more. Like they always just give you a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's never just like, you know what I'm saying? Like am I explaining that right? Like you just get. Yeah. You they give you what they need to give you for you to stay. Uh, while also lining their pockets, you know what I'm saying? Helping the business out, helping their business out as a whole. But if you oh, yeah. ever want to do something outside of that and and go do something for yourself, like, you know, what I'm doing with the production company or Twitch or whatever the case may be, then you got to you gotta go above and beyond that. And, and it, it's really some bullshit that you got to handle things in that manner, especially in this country. Right. I, um, I, I I just say like it just depends on your drive because some some results may be different from other people. Like me, my wife she worked from seven or eight a.m. till four p.m. I got my baby all day, and then once she's off, I got to get ready for my job, which is at five till one or two in the morning. So in between those times, I gotta make sure that Bolo app is operating on its own. So, like, I use, like, the Facebook algorithm, whatever you want to call that stuff, the automations. I try to, you know, operate everything for a week in advance. So, because some days I won't be able to hop on and and operate Volo app, and then some days I'm able to. It's just, it all depends on my schedule. So, my goal is to, like, have it still operating when, even if I'm not touching it. That's what's up. That's, uh, the the word for they they made it for that was passive income ultimately which is yeah. kind of what it's pretty much exactly what you're saying like setting yeah. some up to pretty much be paying you while you doing this or doing that and you ain't got to be hands-on like right there you're not working at a volo app store right now 
a United right. facility, you know, that you got to go to. And if you ain't there, the money ain't coming. You you set up a site and you set up you set up for people to be able to go by this by that. By the way, I did I did record your ad, so I'm uh, oh. I'm probably have it in this uh, probably at the end of it. Um, but uh, there's there's a big I think gap in what they give you and what you need to do for you to be kind of one of them. And the problem is that they kind of thrive on you not being able to. So then they're they're working towards you not being able to do that. As long as they get it, they don't care about that. But we got families, and I know what it's like. And I'm trying to dig my family about this bullshit that we got ourselves into that I, we've yeah, always yeah. been in. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want my daughter to have to go out and have to do everything I had to do. So if I claim my lover, and I'm you know what I'm saying, I, you know, and all this other shit, that I need to be willing to do anything for her. And that's not always the easiest shit like people say i'll do anything for my child but then you start bringing anything up and everybody want to act like they don't know what the fuck that, that word mean and Hell yeah so now i gotta dig deep within myself and do some shit that i that makes me uncomfortable that costs money costs time that i can't give back and all those other shit to to try at least to get us about this mess you know what i'm saying so yeah. i commend you man straight up a lot of first off you a black male because you know what i'm saying you watch the news you, you know what i'm saying watch motherfuckers talking they'll act like ain't none of us there which is cap like that shit's over now. It's there's some there's some dudes I know, but there's more people I know who are taking care of their family than people who ain't. But if you don't necessarily look for that, then you gonna get caught up in what they what they teaching about us, which is you just for the you supposed to you know what I'm saying have a kid just dip out. Um, right. That's not. I mean, we three examples of that. That's that not working at all. Um, right. So I'm, you 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 taking care of your business. You take care of your family. And that's just dope, man. So I commend you for that straight up from the heart, man. Thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's it's definitely, like I said, it's, it's not easy. Like I said, some days you are good, some days are bad. But you win some, you lose some. But the, right. the whole point of it all is sticking with it. Right. So. Well, I say, what you feeling, bro, before you go to sleep? Because you've been back, <laughs> in, back <laughs> in the shadows. He got that hood on. It's a wrap. We're not going <laughs> to no, I'm good, man. I'm listening, man. I mean, I'm I'm uh I'm happy that uh you know Casey's uh you know you know figuring every to try and figure everything out and stuff like that because it is it is a process, you know. Because I yeah I, I you know I've been there too, and you know trying to juggle a whole bunch of stuff. So I mean it's a process, and uh it ain't really nothing to you know get all too deep up deep about it. But you know it's yeah. going it's going to work it's going to work itself out. Ain't really nothing to stress over. You'll figure it out. And it helps when they, you know, grow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Man. That baby shit ain't... I mean, it's all dope. Like, every yeah. chapter of it all is dope. But there's certain parts that are harder than others. Some part, the 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 thing you have to focus on ain't necessarily difficulty. Like, it's not always as hard as not hard. Like, there's... It's always, like, um things you have to learn. And things you, Some things you already have a skill set for. Like, yeah. if, if you used to talk to certain young... Like, young... Like, uh... I used to, I used to be at your crib. You were talking to your nephews, your cousins, all the time, and we'd be over there. We all talk to them. It's not like you can't talk to your child now. That I mean, that's silly. But when when you have experience and more more, uh, I guess just yeah, I guess just experience talking to a certain age group. When when your kids get that age group, that's going to be even more better because you already not only is that your child, you know them and how they are and all this other shit, but you already got a, you got that experience in your belt. So it ain't gonna be ground zero on how do I deal with this? How do I deal with that? You know what I'm saying? So I, I, that's how I look at it, at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, I talked to my daughter. Me and her have straight-up conversations, you know what I'm saying? And I and I try to talk to her. I remember what it felt like to 
to be a child, but also, you know, be talked talk to like an adolescent, like some like like a, a, a inferior person. And yeah. me and her just we don't I, I specialized in not doing that with her because it wasn't um something I, I liked when I when I, when I got done like that. So me and her talk and we just talk for real and and, and about oh you a kid so we can't have this kind of conversation or we can't talk about this because you only this age that age like right. you know what I'm saying. So that's the dope part of you know as the kids grow up, but um it just it just depends. I mean, I mean, but this it's all dope. It's not it just depends on kind of how you want to see it, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real. That's real. Like that's what I want to do with my kids. Like I want her to be able to come talk to me about anything. I don't ever want her to feel like she's just in a box. You know? Yeah. Like I'm just in a box until they decide to take me out of the box or till I'm old enough to hop out. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do that. Yeah, that's not how I know do I want to be treated. Although it's easier to kind of put them in that box in that in that category of kid or child. Yeah. And just treat them like that until they not <laughs> you you and like, but the problem is they grew up faster than we like to think. Especially, mm-hmm. I don't know why these days it feels like it's going so much quicker. But I mean, I think maybe every parent can say that. I just feel like when I was her age, I didn't have to deal with as much. Like it was still hard for me. Like she, there's stuff she would never deal with for me in her life, but there's other shit that she's dealing with that I didn't deal with. So it's not like back in my day, I had it hard. You got it easy now. It's back in my day. This is what was difficult. And now, and now these days, this is what's difficult. Right. You just have to kind of learn that, um, that new level of just what's going on these days. And the, to me, I think that's, just part of what's probably going to always happen as long as the world keeps advancing the people around us and shit you know just social media and everything else keeps growing mm-hmm. and keeps building that's just something that's just how it's going to go mm-hmm. and it's, that's how i see it at least that's right yeah so so what i wanted to get into was uh something about black the black dad kind of thing you know what i'm saying and i don't want to be super deep on here i really don't like i mean it kind of goes back i, I like the balance of the conversation so i'm not going to try to censor it but one thing i think that i really want to want to discuss and i want to eventually do something about with a foundation or some shit once i get some money or a charity or, or whatever is educating black dads on or black families i should say i don't want to just pin the dads down but black families on how to come together as like a a couple or whatever um and and we all in three different spaces i think we had that kind of dynamic before in a different conversation we was having but i think we kind of touched on in the first episode is what it was and we never really we talked about so much shit that we didn't really um unpack a lot of the stuff and i don't want we don't have to get super deep into like every aspect of it but i want to know what you guys's perspective is on black dads like in america um, is it is it a, is it a point where we are able to still blame music or the entertainment industry for for, for, for giving us a narrative ultimately about fucking bitches and then leaving? You know what I'm saying? We don't let these hoes kind of shit. Like, is it is it is it still they fault? Um, is it are we allowed to let that be, or is it is it something that we can put in our own hands and deal with? So I want to hear y'all perspective on that because I think that that's something that. If it's not addressed, whatever the last thing said was, is what's going to be what everybody thinks. And the last thing I heard was 
we just we just um having kids and not taking care of them. So I mean that's the last thing I heard. Of course I know better, but media has a has a way of influencing us. So I want to see what y'all think about that particular topic because um there's a lot of families that are broken. Um so just want to see what y'all think, man. All right. Well, I personally I I can't really blame entertainment too much because at the end of the day it's entertainment, you know, and we live in a um a crazy type of world now everything's just propaganda, you know, and like it's being a black father in this day and age is more challenging than it used to be. You know how so I say because you got the um you got social media that that's that's like promoting more division, mm. you know, make it seem like there's no good black fathers out there or there's no good black men in general out there. You know, and it's like everybody got that just cut and run mentality now. And it's crazy because there is good black fathers out there. There is still good black men out there. It's just we're overshadowed by the negative aspects of entertainment. I think I want to, and I want to, this isn't me trying to like, um, uh, uh, I guess, I don't know what the word is. I'm not trying to like take over conversation. I want all of no, you to talk look, about it, but I just want to reply to you. So I feel like you said it's just entertainment. And I, and I feel like that's, that there's a lot of it that that's true. I just wish people uh, understood that the way that you seem to understand it, because a lot of people think that that's just how it is. And because especially with, with, within that entertainment, they talk about how real they are. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a, it's like double speak in a way. It's like, they, they, they talk about being real while being fake and calling it entertainment. So we're supposed to understand it's entertainment while they're also trying to get us convinced that they're, they're being real about what they're doing. And then you see people like, so it's split. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a, we know, we know two people that's pretty much fucking up. Um, future is a example of what, what men aren't supposed to do to a lot of people when it comes to, you know, I've read a lot of shit about him. I don't know him personally, obviously, but I think that um, a lot of people kind of hear his name and they kind of associate that with him being a bad father um, versus uh, I think Russell Wilson, who is the image of, it is a image of being a good black father. So it, it's like you have both spectrums. You can choose which one you want to kind of work towards or, or, or admire in some kind of way, but it, they're both, they're both there. And then um, what was it? Uh, fucking offset cheated on Cardi. Apparently uh, Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. Um, fucking quite. Um, I think Quavo's the, the other one that cheated on Sweetie or so, so whatever. Y'all gotta help me with these names with these new ass rappers, but I'm gonna tell you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's two or two or three of the Migos out here cheating on whoever they with, long story short. Yeah, they yeah, they both cheated. So what do y'all think about or Casey? Let me let me direct this to you because you just you bring up the entertainment industry specifically. What what do you think? that does to the work that everyone's trying to do is it is it more propagated that is because the negative is so funny or are we able to direct people to russell wilson and probably a bunch of other dads who who are examples or or i mean let me ask let me add something one more thing to that i don't want to add too much shit but 
is Russell Wilson only, I think that's his name, hope it is. If Russell Wilson, is he only an example because he came to the rescue for Sierra to, not to the rescue, but he came in after he she got cheated on and it made it seem like, it made it easy to compare at that point because you see a horrible, I'm saying these words, I'm going to have to just say what I got to say. I clean up later if somebody tripping, but I don't mean like he's a horrible dude. Like I, I don't know him for real, but according to you know the the dialogue to being stated, he's a you know a cheating dude. He got all these kids and all this other shit. Um, versus uh, Russell Wilson, who is you know they was with the same person who came in and kind of was there and was was above not only there afterwards, but was above and beyond what he was doing, like or what most a lot of people would do. So. I guess it, it like so to kind of summarize what I was asking you is 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 it is it do you feel like people like the Migos who are out cheating on their women are they um are they are they diminishing the the dialogue that we're trying to work towards that black men are there and there are good dads or is people like Russell Wilson kind of doing that for the narrative itself? We live in a world where people look at Future as a good guy and look at Russell Wilson as a bad guy. And I say that because people look at future and they and they see the things that he's doing, they see the things he's going through, and they think, oh, he's just like me. He looks just like me, so they automatically gonna side with him. We all, everybody know a dog ass nigga because dog ass niggas they gonna lead a lady along, not think about the kid, and then she find a good dude, and he not only is he taking care of that that dude's kid, he's also there having a kid of their own, and now he feels some type of way because he's still in the picture, and you know, he lived that. I don't want nobody taking care of my kid mentality when in essence, you're not really taking care of yourself. And that's mm. kind of the situation right now with future and Russell Wilson. Wow. Like he's a stepdad to future's kid, as well as his own father to his little girl, but he's not treating him like, okay, you just future's kid. No, I'm treating you like you, my son. Now, not one point that he ever said that future cannot see his kid. That's all future doing. Sierra, I don't know. Somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. But Sierra left that that door open for Future to come and be a father for this kid. He's choosing to be that way. So in essence, all of it is a choice. Mm. Just like in life general, it's all a choice. But like I said, when you come back to the world, it's it's, it's they look at Russell Wilson uh, because he has a squeaky clean image. He never had no um no no bad rep. So he's all he automatically looked at as a nerd, a dweeb, or a lame because he's so devoted to his wife. You know, that's not his girl. That's not his side piece. That's his wife. And I commend any man that's, that's all about their wife. You know, that's inspiring. You know, he made a huge uh, Instagram, uh, uh, IG post dedicated to his wife. And some people love it. And quote-unquote hood niggas did not like it. So I'm like, what? He's supposed to disrespect his wife? Like, if he just disrespect her, that would have gave y'all some more... Um, fuel to the fire and then be like oh she has to stay with future it wouldn't been this type of problem mm-hmm. you know and like i said it's we live in this 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 machine where good is bad and bad is good and it's like you can you can like tell people that you just got to got a job and you'll get like a bunch of likes and reacts and a bunch of comments and congratulations but if you tell somebody hey i just started my own business you're gonna get a few likes a couple of um, comments and so on. And then you're going to hear people try to throw shade here and there. I get that a lot, but that's another story. But it's like, 
people want to see more bad than good. Until it's too late, now they wish it was more good than bad. It's so backwards, it's a false narrative that I just don't understand personally. That's but, deep as shit, bro. You ain't you ain't lying either. That's deep yeah. as fuck. And all that's all that's facts, bro. Yeah. Dang. But shit, it, it goes back to being like a black father, not just a black father, but as a black man in general. Where it's like if you have a really good job, you don't have a criminal record, you don't dress certain way, you don't sag, you automatically looked at as a Carlton. Or you looked at as an Uncle Tom or something like that because you're trying to get ahead in life. When in real life, you don't have to be a Carlton or a Coon or none of that shit because you want better for yourself. You know, a lot of people will be surprised when they find out I grew up in the hood. Just because I don't act a certain way don't mean I'm not that way. You don't have to be a, tra- a trapper or a dope boy or anything like that to move ahead in life. But this Absolutely, is- everybody. This is, why we- <laughs> this is why we need your ass on this motherfucker. <laughs> That's dope <laughs> as fuck, bro. Like, Ooh. you ain't lying at all. Not yeah. That's all facts, bro. And I say that because I- I'm only 35. I'll be 36. And I lived, like, all three individual lives. Like, I was a dope boy at one point. I was fucking bitches left and right and now I'm just a father, a husband, and an entrepreneur. And it's like, as I, you live all three lives, you realize more and more which more people gravitate towards. And they always gravitate to the one that only leads to death and destruction. They only lead to prison or death or nowhere in life. You That's know, real. It's like, I'm okay with being a lame-ass husband, father. You know? I'm okay with all that. And yeah, like, bro. I man, I feel all I feel all that, man. I feel all that. And that Carlton shit you said really hit me in the chest because a lot of motherfuckers, I grew up being treated that way. And it was a lot of uh people I know now that I'm not gonna say their names to, but there's a lot of people I know now that are in bad situations that can't pass background checks when they when they need a job that and not or when they are trying to look for a career kind of shit and have to go get a you know a, a side job because they can't. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not making fun of it. I wish they hadn't did what they did, not just to me, but to themselves. But I think that it becomes this, this, it became dope to just be, I don't care about nothing. I don't care about, you know what I'm saying? Like just heartless, the more heartless you were, the more accepted you were, which is like you said, good and bad, bad and good. It becomes this, how vicious can you be as an individual? And that kind of, you know, it sounds aggressive for that. You know, the term sounds too extreme for what I'm, trying to communicate when it just talks about being made fun of at school but at the end of the day there's some people who got killed um like literally in our school there's some people who got killed there's people was fights up and down the street you know what i'm saying and that mentality when you find someone else who who wasn't like me trying to get their shit together and there's two people that don't give a fuck now they you know now they boxing there and now it's like oh what up nigga and now they off somewhere in pope street boxing and now right you know what i'm saying you know and since you mentioned pope Half those fights weren't even necessary. It was just let's just go on Pope because Pope is such a trending place to go fight. Pope, like, yeah, Pope was Pope was where they went because they couldn't fight on the school grounds without getting police called on them. Right. So they would cross the street, which is the closest street was Pope, and they boxed down there. Which right. it's funny how they had that that much of how, that much sense to be like, you know what? Let's. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want things to go that far. But let's just go to cross the street. Let's, let's beat each other up. Like, bro, they're gonna call the police. Like people are gonna call the police. The school can't now, but I mean, I mean, they, technically they could. But 
ultimately it was they was off the school property so the the the, the consequences for fighting in school was different than fighting across the street so they the lesser of the two evils was going across the street which right. i wish that if they had used that knowledge to think further on life they can, can they can correlate pope street and the school with passing background checks or or whatever with not passing them if they had enough sense to like i don't want to get locked up then they should have also i mean they could have not should have, i don't want to say you know what they you know but it was, it was a possibility to also take that same knowledge and be like, well, down the line, I don't want to get fucked up for this either. Because who knows who, and they was jumping people back when we was in school. So who knows how that was the ending, you know what I'm saying? Like some people would just, I, just, I got a couple of cousins that don't need to be on Pope Street because it's that they just love that energy. They love that, that, uh, that whatever. But I'm not, I'm not, this ain't, I'm not trying to make this all about Pope. You know, it is what it is. But I want to hear what Vontae, Vontae, what you got to say, because, um, I know you kind of you got into fatherhood somewhat quickly, like I did, and I know our generation has different lessons and shit like that too. Casey's around my age a bit. I think you're only a couple of years younger than I am, but I think you you feel years younger than me. So, what what do you feel about the black father narrative? Is is it still fucking bitches? And you know what I'm saying? Do you still feel that, or do you still hear that? Or you know when you're at work, or what's the pressure you felt why not being that kind of person, or was you that kind of person? And then and then smarten up at some point and realize that wasn't what you, I mean, but more so about fatherhood. Like when you became a father, like, was it, did you feel the pressure, I guess, of you like abandoning your family ultimately to go do what you wanted to do instead of taking care of your kids and shit like that? I felt the pressure, like, when, uh, you know, actually got, you know, pregnant and stuff like that. It really hit me until um, she actually had the baby. And then, you know, once she had the baby, I kind of like, kind of fell off a little bit because it was like too much for me at you know at one point and yeah you know, I did a lot of you know dumb stuff so I probably fell into that you know you know uh deadbeat dads and stuff like that but really I think a lot of it really plays in the, the, the media the media they like to you know make it seem like um you know well really is really it's hard for you to uh I guess the soft guys they get looked at as, you know, I guess scrubs or something like that. It's like if, if you saw a softer side of yourself, you kind of looked as uh you kind of looked at as like a scrub or something like that. And then like the harder dudes, you know, they get all the you know recognition, like the futures and all them. But they the deadbeat, it's kind of it's kind of backwards. But uh that's the society that you know we live in. And I'm just trying to, you know, be on the side of the the good dads and stuff like that, doing the right stuff for your kids and being there and also being a good father and all that stuff, you know, because I was, you know, not a good husband or a good father and it caused a lot of damage and I seen the damage, felt the damage and stuff like that. So I'm trying to be on the, on the good side now. And I guess for some, you know, hard foods, they probably look at me being soft or a sucker or something like that. But yeah, I'm cool with it, you know, I'm cool with it because I know, you know, I want my kids to, you know, look at their father as, you know, he, he did right for him and he did the right things. Yeah, he did make mistakes, but uh, he understood his mistakes and fixed his mistakes and, you know, now he's good. So that's where I'm trying to be. I think it's dope, too, that we all got girls because the, the mindset you develop when you on the other end, you don't want your kid being done how 
you used to do or wanted or how society, let me say it like this. You don't want your girls to get done like how society is telling you how, how women need to be done. So it's, it's easy to try to forget about it now, but the girls we have are eventually going to grow up to women. And there's going to be some dudes who ain't us or ain't like us trying to approach them. That's just how it's going to go. So the development we give them now Excellent. is going to determine how they handle that in the, in the, in the future, because otherwise if we don't tell them shit and we continue the chain of the bullshit that we got taught, then we're not going to teach them that they above those, uh, those names being bitches and hoes and whatever the fuck. So then they're going to go out and just be like, okay, especially if you don't give them the attention, they, the attention they, they need, they're going to be out doing whatever. And then here we are having to, you know what I'm saying? They haven't explained. Now they sit in the crib, La Child on their own by themselves. It's just them and some, you know, and they, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't know my, none of us in, in this, in this, in this joint wants that for, for our daughters. So I think that yeah. for the most part, we are able to kind of break the chain of the bullshit. Like ain't nobody on the fence about, man, I want to leave my girl though and do all this shit. Or I regret staying with her. You know, like, ain't nobody in that spot. So I think that we at least are three individuals that can be the example when somebody tries to bring up, oh, everybody wants to do, like, I, I ain't with nobody, but I, I've already developed myself a while ago into the person that I want to be as far as that kind of thing, because I had a daughter early. So then growing up or her growing up ultimately was shaping me into who I needed to be to be better for her because I knew that I was who she was calling dad. So I was like, fuck, like I got to do this shit right. Or else, you know what I'm saying? We all, we all in the situation. So that, that not fair, but uh correction i guess that rebuke in my, within myself was like yo shit i gotta get my shit together because i'm the dad she got like i'm not no standby dude i'm not no whatever like i'm the dad and as much as i wanted my dad to do more how am i supposed to play how am i supposed to then go off and play her you know what i'm saying with, with me not having my shit together so i appreciate y'all sharing that too man because i know that we we do it pretty easily i think we you know the circle i'm around people are pretty direct but a lot of people don't want to talk about this shit and a lot of people don't know how to talk about this shit because they are uh in the midst of running from whatever uh kind of situation they in um i remember i was in court trying to get some shit together with me and with me and my ex and i watched a dude i watched a dude walk out literally we was all in there because we all in the same courtroom court area together so the judge has, if y'all ain't been in there, hopefully I'll have it. But if y'all, if y'all um, go in there, the, there's a lot of, pretty much like traffic court. You go in there and there's a bunch of people who did the same kind of shit that you did. And the judge is going down the list doing judge shit. And you just go, you do, they call your name up, y'all handing y'all shit and y'all leave. So it's just kind of like that. I was up there with a dude um, and then motherfucker just left. He's like, he said, um, I can't remember what the situation was, but he was yelling with his lawyer, and he said, "You know what? She could just have the rights." Talk about the child, had the rights of the child. He's like, "She just give her the rights. She can have the rights." And he just walked off. And I don't know who the fuck he was, but it's just like, man, that moment changed that child's life, um, forever. And uh, I don't know, I don't know what happened to that. Of course, I mean, I was a fallen dude. You know, I didn't keep up with all that bullshit, but. At the end of the day, man, I just watched. I watched the. I watched the life fall apart, and it was hard uh, being that close to it. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted to be like, you know, f my, you know, f my ex. I want to do with her, but I think people kind of include the two together too much. 
um, the ex and the child, you know what I'm saying? And it, it becomes this, uh, it becomes this war, this tug of war. Um, and it, and that, that can, there's a little, there's a lot of, there's a lot of areas in that I could discuss, but ultimately I'm doing good. My daughter's doing good. And y'all's y'all family's doing well too. So I'm grateful that we are able to speak on this so in depth and not with no fear or scared that we're going to uh, contradict ourselves or sound like, sound like we lying, you know what I'm saying? Cause I think that we, we did the work to get to where we need, we need to go. And now we just on that path. So I'm grateful to hear that, man. Cause um, I don't, I don't see it as much as I want to, which is why we are having this discussion because I think the narrative can really fuck you up. If all you hear is what's on TV and you don't check with people or, or at least put two and two together, it, it, could, it could become the situation where you think that all that goes on is what we being told, which is cat. So, man, I appreciate y'all doing what y'all got to do. It just as man. I w- I think that that's that's probably good on that. I don't want to, like I said, I didn't want to get dive super deep into that because it was something that we kind of touched on before. But something I think that we need to kind of get a handle on is the narrative of what do you think about certain things? Like, and why do you think that? And I think that that can break, get broken down into even what you think about yourself. And although I'm not trying to get that deep tonight, I think that ultimately you can break every single thing down into what we think about it. And why do we think it? What lies do you believe in about Asian people or about gay people or about old people or whatever the case may be, or even just not even people? What do you think about yourself? Like, why do I have this thought? So why every time I go into this position, I, I self-sabotage? What is it about going to this space that, that freaks me out? And I think that's something else too that I, I want to dig into because we all seem to be on our path to somewhere. I know Casey, you doing the um you doing Volo, about to you doing the streams and you doing the other shit. I also want to get into what other entrepreneurship do you feel like you doing? Because I think that we talk about our shit. I talk about the production company, which is you know, all this shit that we're doing now. Casey got the Volo, but what you do you have anything in the works or do you have like ambitions or some some particular like product or or size shit that you that you trying to do, Vante? Oh, really? It's just that it's that, it's that streaming thing. That's what I'm trying to, you know, put my heart into really right now. That's really all it is. Okay. I wish I had more. Yeah, I wish I had more. I ain't really get. I I ain't really thought that deep about it. I like guess the other stuff besides streaming because that's something I actually thought real deep about because I was real close so not doing it because it's just like way it kind of was like way out of my element you know because I'm such like a hermit and you know I just like to you know be secluded and stuff like that and with this you know you got to be you know very social and and you got to talk and you know all that stuff and me being an introvert like I am is it could still be difficult at times I'm trying to do is I'm trying to you know uh look at the camera more because I, uh, I find myself not looking at the camera and stuff like that. So, you know, right now really is just a streaming thing because I think it'll go, it'll help me, I guess, more on like communication and stuff like that and being able to kind of, like, kind of communicate with people and connect with people and stuff because that's really what I want to you know, be able to do. And I feel like streaming is going to be the perfect outlet because it'll help me more as a, as an individual that's really what I got into it for. It really ain't about a follower, the money, and nothing like that. It's really more for, like, I want to. I guess I don't really want to sound selfish about it, but it really is. But it's more kind of like helping me as an individual, more so than I guess helping other people. 
even though that's kind of like the main thing that it's for is just kind of be another outlet for people to, you know, come chill with you and stuff. But, you know, eventually it'll get to that point. But right now, really the streaming is more really well, all I got my focus on because it's more personal to me. That's what's up. That's what's up. Casey, do you, do you feel like, because I, I see what he's saying, because I'm kind of doing the same thing and a couple other things. And I realized that I even posted today that, um, there's there's a lesson i learned recently just about how progression in progression in and of itself is literally going places you haven't been and i think progression is sexy when you're on the outside looking in and it's going well for you know people see you doing good but they don't see the work that goes behind the scenes with you know just getting things off the ground and and shit like that so have you have you felt like bolo has helped you kind of shape yourself into a better individual in some way and if so like how what do you think it's molded you into um it just really like drive me to like do much research on it you know like especially because it's a business and you got no business if you want to get in business basically you can't just go in business with the mindset of a rapper you know it's it's 90 business 10 percent rap or 10 percent whatever it is that 10 percent is a variance to whatever it is you're doing but 90% of it is business. So you got to know the business. So I went out, I got a book, um, knowing how to uh, market online for dummies. You know, I did that. I, um, I try to look at other individuals, like not like Nike or anything like that, because Nike is universal, really. I try to look at other small businesses that's doing successful in the clothing and try to, you know, be a sponge to what they're doing. You know, so it really helped motivate me to really get out there and really learn the stuff and like don't just put on something on a shirt and be like, here, buy the shirt. You know, some people like different colors, some people like different designs and stuff like that. You know, I could easily just grab a shirt and just write the word Bolo Ab on it and then just sell it. You know. Yeah, I think that what i've what i've learned was that people like people like the uh they like the clothes a lot of times but a lot of people like buying shit like you're the brand if that makes sense like it's not about strictly it's not strictly yeah. about the 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 design work and you know all this other shit the va- fabric and all that shit some a lot of people buy shit because of who uh first off the status if it gets to the, when it starts getting to the luxury level, um, the status of where you are uh, as a company definitely has some influence. If, if it's dope to wear your shit because it's expensive or because it's rare or whatever the case may be, yeah. um, that's one thing. But also, people like buying something from like uh, uh, like a specific individual, like something about them, like that person in, in and of themselves help sell the brand too which i think is pretty interesting because we only sense. know yeah yeah i just think we we only know certain aspects of people's lives so it's like how do you understand like what i guess it's like like when, I, when i'm thinking of kanye for example like people will cancel him and then yeezys will sell out in a minute and a half seconds actually i said minute and a half what the fuck am i talking about probably like seconds bro i'm talking about like within within a minute it'll be gone there'll be nothing to buy yeah. So, so it's like people when it comes to Kanye, they say, "Oh, he's crazy," or you know, he's trying to do the political thing for a minute, 
and it was a you know whatever they'll talk about it they'll talk about it and they're roasting and then they'll go out and buy his clothes in a heartbeat the sh- and not only do they buy it but the shit's expensive as fuck hell yeah so, i mean i think it depends on yeah it's about popularity you know like right. some people can it's very rare some people can sell their products on their own but most of the time it's going to be like about um popularity you know like here an example of springfield if it's about oh but uh <laughs> well, i didn't think it that asked me <laughs> well, yeah, here's... That podcast. <laughs> oh. yeah it's um here in springfield it's like the most popular nigga could be dumb as hell but because he's popular he could post something and it will get like hits left and right you know and i there were a few there have been a few examples of that like i could post something and i'll probably get like a few likes or whatever but a popular nigga could post the exact thing i said to work for work and this shit is just hitting and i understood that way before i um got into volo and i was like you know what I'm gonna try to use to my advantage. You know, I got a friend on here. He's pretty cool. He posts a lot. I mean, he he out of the blue want to get into making clothes. The shit looks trash in my opinion, but he gets a lot of hits off of it. So what I did is I hit his inbox. I asked him what size shirt he wear, and he's like, you know, I wear XL, and I'm like, where's your address? I'll send you a shirt. And so I did that, and he posted it on Facebook, and he was like, yo, shout out to uh, Casey, you know, Volo Ave doing anything and all that stuff, and it'll start getting hits. You know, my notification, my um, Volo app, my app on my phone, it just it was just hitting. Let me know this person looking at it, that person looking at it, this person looking at it. And that's a start, yeah. you know. And, you know, I come across, like, influencers are very important. Um, you got to get hold of one of them, get them to uh, check you out. Um, if you can get a celeb or athlete to, like, give you a shout-out or, or rock your product, you you there, you know. So it's like the climb. It's a long climb, but I got time. Yeah, I think you. We got we got time to do what we got to do, man. I mean, that's something that's that could be a whole different discussion. Either I want to talk about it a little bit and then you know bring it up later. But I, yeah. I, I think that you know there's a, there's something going on in social media primarily saying that we can't do certain things because we are in our 30s and i think that's what's what's silly about it is i was dumb as fuck when i was 20 something like i was doing a lot of dumb ass shit so even if i did have some blow up i'd be in shambles by now because my mindset was stupid so the age in and of itself i think it was is i don't know where the fuck it came from i think people just say shit because it, it helps with arguments helps with engagement um there's a lot of people who i didn't even hear of until they was 30, 40, 50 years old. Um, and that's no exaggeration. Like there's, it's just so, it's so stupid that it's not worth thinking about, but there is a, especially coming from rap, there's, there's a big pressure in getting things done as soon as possible because you start hitting mid thirties, especially in the forties, fifties. If you ain't been out, someone like Jay or Nas or uh, DMX, uh, RIP, don't, you, you can't really put nothing out unless you've been out and then you put some out new, like, but you can't start at that age, according to people, and I don't necessarily know why that where that came from, but I, I'm oh, grateful. Neither. Yeah, it, it's stupid, bro. But I'm glad that we are the age that we are, and are able to still do what we're doing because a lot of people 
will look look at our age or 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 be our age and not want to start because of social media and they think oh this is what the kids anybody finna buy my shit because i'm this age or anybody finna and i think they're just silly but to answer my own question though i uh for myself i think what i've molded what i've molded myself into is someone who um is 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 consistently working consistently growing um and i think i used to get lazy i what i used to do uh and this is so what i used to do was reward myself too much like i would i would do certain shit it may have even been a big deal some stuff was a big deal some stuff definitely wasn't but i'd be in the habit of like oh, i deserve this all right i did this this week or i got through this and i da, da, da. i'm gonna you know whatever and the problem was is that when you're self-defining that kind of thing especially as lazy as i was doing it or how easy it was to get rewards it becomes this thing where you feel entitled first off because you know you worked you worked this far you did these things and sometimes you do good things and you do what you're supposed to do and there's no reward for it but i didn't i didn't like that so i right. create my own shit and i think part of it is okay like there is a level there's there's something to that that i think is okay to some extent but the problem is is when you when you when you try to fool yourself into thinking that you're doing really good by just the reward itself, then mm. you don't work as hard. So I was constantly in a place of just kind of laziness, but everything was like, no, I I didn't I was being lazy, but I didn't I didn't make myself believe I was lazy by giving myself rewards. It's mm. like giving a dog some treats for just being a fucking dog or you know, whatever like just regular shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you just here's a treat, here's a treat. Like it don't matter it, at that point it wouldn't it won't do shit it won't learn nothing new you know what I'm saying it won't whatever because it's constantly getting what it what the reward is um, so what 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 um, Sherman Mason is doing for me is showing me that sometimes the the more you go up the harder things go and it's, you don't just reward yourself bigger and bigger the reward is not only the the completion of the of the product but also the impact it has. So it has a lot to do with the outcome versus just doing it, or I worked on it this week, so I'm going to reward myself or, or whatever, or I talked to somebody about it, or I made a call, or I sent an email about this or that. So that's it. Like, no, like I need to get it all the way done. I need to get the shit out. I need to get it marketed. And once it's out and it's out there, then that's when I can be like, okay, I did this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But I didn't have a lot of that. And I was, I, the process went really slow because I thought I did enough with an actuality, I was actually just starting. So that's what I can say about myself, man. I think that um, the pro uh, 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 when it's different for all of us because we're all doing different things, but I think it all kind of can be, it's all interchangeable. Like what you said and what Casey, what you said and what Vante, what you said can also be in my life too. It's not necessarily just because I'm not doing what y'all doing means i can't eat off what y'all were just saying like i definitely uh understand what all y'all coming from man and i'm i'm, I'm glad that we all kind of are heading a certain direction man that one of us ain't like that one whatever that's just not doing anything because yeah. it, it feels like I, that's a very hard spot to have to because you can't make nobody do that you know what i'm saying like i can't make you make vola i'm like man you should make clothes like if you wasn't trying to do that you wouldn't do it Vontae, you should jump on Twitch. I was like, okay, like if y'all wasn't trying, if you wasn't trying to do that, you wouldn't do it. And you will probably do the whole, oh yeah, man, that sounds good, whatever kind of shit. But at the end of the day, if you if it's not in you to do it, if you ain't finding no reason to do it, 
but the shit ain't gonna work. So I'm grateful that we all are on a, on a page where I think we can at least, you know, talk about the beginning stages of what we're doing. Cause we're all still kind of in the, in the beginning as well. Um, and even from this point, I don't plan on stopping. I got a lot of stuff planned, but I think that um, this is, it's early enough to back out still. And the fact that we not, I think kind of helps ourselves in, in the passion that we all have for what we're doing. Um, I think kind of helps ourselves with just getting through the process because it is a process. So um, yeah, man. So that's, that's kind of what I wanted to dig into this week. I think that there's a lot that I knew y'all can come with because we all got something going on. We all trying to move forward in some kind of way for our families, for our futures and shit like that. So um, I'm grateful that we are able to dismantle the false narrative of, of black fathers too, man. Cause that shit really pisses me off. And, and, and I hate having to prove myself um, uh, when it comes to that kind of thing. So I'm grateful that we can have the discussion about it. I think there's a lot that we can kind of dig into, but what was said, I think was pretty good and hopefully it can help people out. So yeah. um, it is what it is. I'm good. Uh, good to go. Y'all got something else y'all want to say to the people, let them know what's going on. You know, in your uh-huh. world. I don't have nothing else to say. I just want to, uh, I was going to say, uh, everybody check out voloapp.com. You know, if you're looking for some new gear or whatever, you know, check that website out. I want to give a shout out to my wife, Andrea. She's been on rock. She's been holding me down. And I just want to give a shout out to my little girl, Maura. You know, watching her grow in this life has just been a blessing. What's up, bro? Where, where can they find you at? And where can they find Volo at on socials? On social media, you can go to uh, Facebook slash voloapp. There, you could um, look me up, Castle Lee, you know, K-A-S-T-L-E-L-I. I'm all over the place. I'm everywhere. That's what's up. That's what's up. Vontae, you can't what find you me, I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Vontae, what's up with you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at uh, KingMason217 and Twitter at KingMason89. That's what's up. Y'all know what's y'all know something me, man. Sharonville, you know the drill. Look it up. You'll find it. S-H-E-R-N-V-I-L-L-E. You already know what's going down. I'll see y'all. If y'all watching this on Friday, day of, you'll catch me on Twitch. I'm on Twitch. That's I stream Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays. Um, doing the hard shit. Tuesday, Thursdays, we do an indie join on Friday. So definitely check us out. Um, I got some projects in the work that I'm trying to get out this month. Please pray for me because dang shit, it's hard. It's a lot of work, but. It's sounding good so far, so very grateful to be working on it. I hope y'all dig it. I know I like it, so yep. we'll see what we got going on. So take care of yourselves. Thank you for showing up. We appreciate you. God bless on that kind of junk. We'll talk to you later, man. Peace.